Welcome to Alphabet Flying Psychopedic Marvel Journey. I go through official book of the Marvel Universe with the guests. We talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Art, and with me today is someone who has one arm. It's it's Perry. Hello, my name is Perry. I had an arm when I was born, but there was a complication with the other arm, and so they had to cut it off. And why did I? I, put this I only have one arm, and. Yeah. I had to make a whole YouTube video about it. That's actually a true story of a friend of mine. Uh, he has a bourbon YouTube channel called Bourbon Bites. Name's Clifton. Really, really sweet guy. He uh, he had to have his arm cut off when he was a kid uh, because. Okay, I put a note to put an extremely specific joke in this episode, <laughs> and I don't know why. And it's confusing. Like it's a good joke. I just need to know how to insert it. Ah. Do it- are we at a good, I mean, how about this? How about this? You go ahead and tell the joke, and we, well, you, in, in the edit. No, no, I'm not doing somebody, any Well, come on. People got to have something to look forward to. Uh, You're not doing any editing. No, I know I'm not you, doing any extra editing. I know. Oh, fair enough. No. Okay. I'm good. Okay. Give me like one minute to look real quick. No extra editing. I, I know I did this for a reason. Uh, because why would I write it down? Look, homie, I I don't know, but (laughs) like, how dare you not know what I'm thinking right now? You should know everything that I'm thinking. You're giving yourself a lot of extra editing that you didn't want to give yourself already. Uh, No, no, this part's easy. I I just dragged the line over. Oh, well, look at that. Yeah, no, this this part's easy. Uh, No. Okay, here's the joke. I don't know. I don't know why I told to put the joke, but here's it is. Much like Perry's black ship in the nineteen in 1853, I was forced into economic activity. That's what it was. Do you know? Do you know uh, the history of Japan? Like any of the history? Not enough, apparently. Okay, so there was a thing where uh, Japan was like really uh, isolationist for a long time. Uh huh. And the U.S. was just like. Why is the Dutch the only people who can trade with you? We want some of your stuff. So what we did was uh, Commander Perry uh, oh, hey. took a bunch of yeah, 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 yeah took yeah, a yeah. bunch of um, Matthew Perry, right? Was his name something? I don't remember that. It's something uh, Commander and whatever, Admiral. I it, whatever. I think it actually was uh, Matthew Perry was his name. Which it, you know, of course, you pay attention to the names in history that are yeah basically yours and i was like oh yeah well that's like all that's me but also yeah. the guy from friends but, but, but i also like, didn't want to be commander perry because he but sucked. The, well, like they're called black ships because like you know they're gigantic iron like you know war iron warships right and stuff and uh, i don't know why i put this i think it was supposed to be the cold open actually that's what it was uh, oh my we need God, to start over <laughs> no we're gonna start over <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> I had that no, whole diatribe no, about my dear not. friend who's okay. <laughs> no, Whatever. But, Whatever. But okay, okay. <laughs> pretend pretend that this is the opening, everyone. I might keep part of that in because I, I find it funny to just leave that shit in. Uh but um my name 
is art, and much like Perry's black ships, in 1853, I was forced into economic activity. Arrgh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Wait, okay. Uh, American Imperial- imperialism. Uh, white is yeah. right. Um, yep. Other racist things that people said, especially during the 1800s, that people <clears throat> are apparently Meiji still saying in the 20th century. <sighs> Stuff like hello, that. Hello, Art. It's good to see your face again. <clears throat> Hello, uh, yeah. <laughs> Can you tell that I hyperfixate on stuff for some reason? Well, I think it's yeah. You have you have OCD. No, well, no. I think I actually I think I might have a a little bit of the tism because some of the stuff. Oh, well, yeah. But I also have ADHD, which like co the comorbidities, as they would say. Ah, yes. It's the like, DS- that's a good DSM joke. Five. I just didn't know where to insert it naturally. I, no, I like I like it. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I just like yeah. I didn't know what you were gonna do with it either. I really enjoyed thinking about you having to go in and like put it in the right place. But now that I know it was just your opening joke, and like it, I mean, okay, it's, it was either my opening joke or there was specifically a thing here about monarchy. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember my last name. My last name is Ritter, yeah. and Ritter in German means knight. So Ooh. the mon- the monarchy lives. Yep. Okay. Mon- let's God, talk about- God save God save her Her Majesty. Let, let's talk about a former uh, person that was a king. Are we talking of some about? Sort. Are we talking about Belasco? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you already know this because, like, you're literally. I told you. Uh, but but Belasco. Do you know anything about Belasco? I I do. Well, it may be true that you have already told me, but also I now am privy to the same text for which you are basing a majority of this podcast off of. If not, I would say 99% of it. Um, I actually, I have never heard of Belasco before, uh, although the art within the book itself seems to be fairly recent. Uh, that, yeah, that would be like a mid-2000s. And honestly, I don't yeah. know where that came from exactly. Oh, it's Scotty Young. That's why it looks interesting. Yeah, 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 that's, yeah. that's why. It's Scotty Young. No wonder it looks familiar. Okay. Yeah, exactly. That actually must have been early Scotty Young work for Marvel. It probably was around the time when he was doing um, The Wizard of Oz, um, the Marvel adaptation of Wizard of Oz, which was Wizard of Oz. Like, I actually like, don't It know wasn't if... like Marvel and Wizard of Oz. It was just like they do like illustrated stories as well. Right. Right. Um, I have never read that before. I would. I would like. To uh, no, the the Wizard of Oz one is really good. I think they do a couple of the uh, L. Frank Baum books, uh, and Scotty nice. Young does drawing drawings. It's they're pretty good. Um, but <clears throat> but Belasco. Um, if you want to see what he looks like, you can always go to at Alphabet Flight on Twitter and Instagram, and maybe Tumblr. I don't know. I haven't talked about that at all with Jordan, who does this for me. So, but. But yeah, so he's a uh, he looks like a devil, but he has like one arm. It's Mephisto. No, no, no. Mephisto. Don't. Don't. Me, don't me, please don't. Mephisto. Don't. Don't. Me. Mephisto. No, but don't. <laughs> uh, the least the least thought out superhero name of all time, Fisto, and it's a guy who doesn't have a good ca- uh, uh, grasp on the English language. And when he, well, they Fisto ask, hey, is a, hey, I'm I'm uh, Reed Richards of the Fantastic Four. What's your name? Me Fisto. <laughs> no, uh, so Fisto is a sex robot, uh, and um, 
follow New Vegas. Sounds about you know right. You the Protectrons? The, 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 like the Protectrons. I, I've never played a second of Fallout. Okay, straight white man. Okay. Yep, that's me. Okay. That's, that's me. <laughs> oh, you didn't play hours and hours of uh, Fallout New Vegas and then at some point realized that you weren't like straight and cis at some point? Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay, but, but yes. yeah, it's a robot. Yes, it's, I am both it's like- straight, cis, white, and male married to a woman who is also straight, cis, and white. And we have a baby <laughs> together. I am oh, so heteronormative. It hurts. But here's I, the thing. I am an ally. <laughs> you know, you want to know the fun thing? I think you're literally like one of the street, three straight people that I am friends with. So. Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, let's talk about someone who isn't an ally. Uh, Belasco, because he <laughs> hounds this this poor queer girl for most of her life. Oh, lordy. Yeah, but n- not explicitly, but I think they just finally said explicitly. But whatever. Okay, so Belasco's full name is Belasco. Okay. Alias, Lord <laughs> Belasco of the Corrupted, Lucas, L- Lucifer, in square quotes, okay. Master of Worlds Within Worlds, Sunny. Sunny! <laughs> It also impersonated uh, Sabu and Wind, but Wind with an E. Hey, hey everybody, here comes Sunny. Uh, no our, dual identity. Our, our, dark, our dark lord, Sunny. <laughs> uh, current occupation? No, this isn't current, but is a servant of uh, Nagare, or sorceress priest. Citizenship is a Florentine Republic. A per- place of birth, Florence, Florentine Republic of Italy. Uh, known relatives is Ananim, who is Witchfire, alleged daughter, and numerous unidentified demonic children incidents. Uh, group affiliation is Lords of the Splinter Realms, and he first showed up in. Uh, let me get this real quick. This is what happens when I don't get out of work mode. <laughs> you think it would help? No, it doesn't. Yeah, I know. No. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, but <clears throat> he first showed up in. Kazar the Savage, issue number 11, in February 1982. Children of the Damned. (laughs) And we have... We got a lot of energy today. We have a decent cover, I want to say. It's a decent cover. Um, We have, like... I think think it's okay. Uh, I I, I think the... It's it's very, like, Neil Gaiman era... Not Neil Gaiman, excuse me. Neil Neil Adams uh, era, you know, kind of... What I, I know what you're talking say? about. Anatomy and and also uh, definition style. Like it it feels semi realistic, but also not enough so to where you're like I don't know. It 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 toes the line between you know believable and also like the the uh, uncanny valley. I think this is kind of where my favorite. Well, not this, but like that era era, like right between realistic and uncanny valley. Like right yeah, between. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. That's where I think comics should be because if you tiptoe either side, I agree too much. Like you, uh, the art gets wonky. Yeah, what's what's his name that was really infamous for like tracing like supermodel images? Oh, the person who's still infamous because he because he does stuff on time because he traces. Oh, oh, yeah, Greg. I I actually liked the uh, the Spider Man stories that he 
uh, was a part no. of. Okay, here's the over thing. The past He's few years. fine half the time. But then you get same face, and then you can clearly tell that he's drawing yeah. porn stars over oh, the women, yeah. uh, tracing porn stars for women. Yeah. Um, and whenever he draws a thing, he does the same face. Does he? Yes. No, I dare you to not see him draw two thing faces. He always does like the Muppet, like, oh, thing. Yeah. Uh, oh. he, but, but yeah, whatever. Um, but oh, you, he does. Uh, yeah. Sorry. You, you go ahead. I'm going to do a little but, bit. But you have Kazar. Uh, he's holding a knife. He has some stuff. Uh, you see what I'm guessing is uh, Belasco in the background. And then I'm guessing a nun type person on the cover. Like kind of uh, that is too. that is what it looks like. But yeah, I think it's a decent cover if you're looking for something that is like swords and sandals. Like it yeah, really that's... reminds me of like swords and sandals comics. So. Yeah, that's that's fair. That's yeah. fair. Now, that being said. Uh, let's get into some Belasco stuff. Let's talk about. Oh, him. also, I just want to say, Kazar is another one of those characters who strangely has a lot of comic appearances, but a lot of people don't talk about it. Kind of like how Moon Knight was for like forever. Yeah, uh, I feel like it's an auxiliary podcast to talk about why Kazar is not as well regarded, despite the fact that he has just decades of of history, but. Um, important I, history yeah and I it's think, some important stories too yeah i think largely what it is is that he's i don't know it, it just he's not he's not what modern readers want to think about or look at <clears throat> or read about really uh, um I, but that, I, but that i kind of go, go back and forth because he has like because like he's never been written badly that's the thing he's never been written badly like middling maybe but never badly and he had a really good uh, a miniseries that came out last year <clears throat> that seemed to have hit certain people's radars, but not a lot. Gotcha. So, I don't know. Also, he was part of uh, Agents of Wakanda. Like, he was, like, an important part of that. He was pretty much the launching point for the last run that Jason Aaron is going to be doing on Avengers. He was, like, the gotcha. launching point. He's currently a... Um, he currently has the power cosmic because he is a... Uh, Herald of Galactus right now. Mm. And he was time traveling oh, before okay. that. No, like he's interesting, but whatever. Okay. Um also uh Belasco was created by Brent uh Eric Anderson and Bruce Jones. By the way, remind me to actually say the creators because I've literally not done that for yes. years. I'm I'm so. trying to do the same. So but okay, but uh so a Florentine alchemist and sorcerer, uh he harbored like a passion for uh uh, Bis Beatrice de Folio Portinari uh, and his contemporary, his contemporary Ibrock transformed uh, house cats into sentient cat people. That's with capital C. Uh, and then he showed them how, then he showed them to fellow thermaturge Velasco, Oren, and uh, Yanton. And Ibrock presented each of them with their own cat people uh, servants. They blinked. And then they made more of them. And uh, they, they were just like, hey, why are we servants? There's more of us. And then they did what Americans should do and overthrow their masters. But unfortunately, their uh, uh, masters banished them into the interdimensional uh, land within, um, which we will talk about when we talk about the cat people. I'm so excited for that episode because guess what? The cat people created the bubonic plague. Uh, there's a lot of fun with that. But 
one of the sorcerers, perhaps Velasco, Velasco like gave the cat people. Uh, well, sorry, perhaps Velasco, given the cat people, given that the cat people. Blah, 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 blah. That's a weirdly worded thing. Um, knowledge is mastery. Okay, so so one of the sorcerers summoned a cat person uh, back to Earth, and it was uh, first Balkatar to serve him. And Belasco contacted entities he knew only as the Elder Gods, uh, agreeing to help them permanently enter the Earth's uh, dimension in exchange for power and immortality. And they transformed him, adding horns and a tail, and charged him with uh, fathering new demonic race of people to repopulate the Earth. And, uh, of course, he was uh, accused of heresy. I mean, you know. Uh, And in uh, 1289, AD Belasco was condemned at the stake, but like he, his sorcerer's familiars, including his cat person, he summoned, uh, rescued him from prison, and then he kidnapped Beatrice, who was now married to the banker uh, Simone de Bardi, and then fled. So, not, I mean, not interesting. Uh, not a good guy, though. Um, so, directed by his masters, uh, Belasco then sailed for uh, Pangaea. A Antarctic artificial jungle and theme park built by the pre-cataclysmic Atlanteans, and which his masters deemed an ideal spot to complete the ceremony to free them. <clears throat> uh, closely pursued by Dante, the poet who was enamored by Beatrice, so the divine, the guy who wrote the Divine Comedy, he stole the girl that he was simping over. Have you read the Divine Comedy? I have not actually. It's it's a good read. Yeah. For the most part, it's basically Bible fan fiction, a, a self-insert, a Bible fan fiction. Hmm. Yeah, self-insert. Also, he's writing this. He's writing this whole thing just so he can like simp for a girl that he's never talked to before. <laughs> so. Have we all? No, I have all haven't. of us cis cis white straight doofuses. Yep, exactly. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> but. Uh, Belasco hastily only fan, and illegally only fans is profitable for a reason. Uh, Belasco hastily and illegally married Beatrice, giving her a locket containing four out of the five bloodstones or soul fragments required to release a spell. While he kept the final stone, but by the time they reached Pangaea, uh, Beatrice was nine months pregnant, and with Dante close behind the couple, uh, fled beneath the volcano Mount Flavorus or Flavius into an underground labyrinth, making up an ancient amusement park ride resembling hell. (laughs) Uh, Dante then found his quarry in Dis. dis. Uh, (laughs) There we go. Bless you. City of the Damned, as Beatrice uh, uh, died giving birth to um, giving birth to monstrous prodigies. Progeny. Um, moving to retrieve the locket from her corpse and complete a spell, uh, Belasco discovered that it was lost during their descent. And then the grieving Dante drew a sword and attacked, but Belasco was stronger and more skilled, uh, raised his blade to finish his foe, but he unwittingly severed a cooling pipe and was immersed in an unidentified freezing liquid. Perhaps a couple of decades ago, electrical wiring incident thought him out. What? Okay. I don't like this guy's history. No, <laughs> I just don't like that it's an amusement park built by the Atlanteans. I mean, fair. 
H and O and just but anyway. He freezed his arm off. No, he cut his arm off. Okay, but whatever. He froze and he was accidentally thawed out by an electrical wiring incident, but he still couldn't locate the locket, leaving him unable to fill his pack with his masters. And at some point his right arm got severed off by his own uh sword and an as yet disclosed uh circumstances. And apparently he also uh doinked someone in uh, father to daughter. Uh Ananim or Witchfire. Who I do not know who Witchfire is. I will eventually talk about her. Okay. <clears throat> in recent years, uh the adventurer Shanna O'Hara chanced upon Beatrice Locket while exploring the tunnels with her lover Kazar, the Aryan uh Bruth, Sabretooth uh, Tiger Zabu and Atlantean droid Drurk. Jerk? Dirk. Dirk. It's Dirk. Okay. It's Dirk. And then Belasco, like, con- confronted them and then hypnotized uh, Shanna, intending to make, of course, make her his new bride and complete the spell to free his masters. But Shanna had friends and a lover, and uh, Kazar just threw the locket at the volcano and it destroyed everything. And then the Elder Spawn engulfed Belasco in flames, condemning him to uh, the interdimensional space Limbo, aka Other Place, allegedly part of the Nexus 4 realities. Okay, that's, yeah. Um, but not Limbo, the temporal Limbo. And not Limbo, the Limbo the Hell. Yeah. One of 13 Hells, by the way. There's 13 Hells in Marvel. Yeah, 13 Hells. Um, uh, since time flows differently there, it's unclear like how long he was imprisoned. But he came to rule Limbo's uh, demonic inhabitants. And uh, though he was in prison through Limbo, he can gain limited access to other eras. Uh, one reportedly suggesting his meddling in pre Atlantean era. He also lured uh, an 16th century innocent Marie O'Connor into Limbo, taking her as uh, his disciple and giving her a Bloodstone medallion. But, like, but as she got more magical mastery, she got more arrogant. And to humble her, he gave Marie her greatest desire, immortality. But then, like, stripped her from her, stripped her of all of her magic and banished her back to Earth. Twisting like she would grow rare of uh, existence. Uh, making a contract with an island in the Bermuda Triangle, home to a long dead civilization. And now the mutants, the, the mutant X Men's new base. Belasco spied on its inhabitants. And kidnapped uh, an innocent seven-year-old girl, Ileana Rasputin, a younger sister to Colossus. The X-Men followed and rescued Ileana and returned to Earth, but they were trapped in Belasco. Uh, they, but they trapped themselves, basically. And then Belasco's uh, main servant, Sim, slew Wolverine. But while uh, Nightcrawler studied the Black Arts to become Belasco's uh, toadying lackey. And then Belasco corrupted uh, Kitty Pry, turning her into a feline cat. And then slew Colossus when he tried to save her. And then uh, Storm apprenticed herself to Belasco, hoping to defeat him by learning magic. But then she, she le- seemingly later killed him using her own magic, uh, pa- magical and uh, mutant powers. But Belasco faked losing to complete her corruption by murdering the hapless foe. However, both Cat, or Kitty Pride and Storm later reclaim their souls. By the way, that's a good issue. You should read it. It's, it's, uh, Ileana's, uh, first, um, issue. She shows up is really good. Um, 
So, subjective, decades later, Ileana and the X-Men reappeared, freshly kidnapped. Uh, this time, the events took a different path as the Elder Storm ensured that the X- uh, X-Men would escape, while Belasco trapped Ileana instead. Thus, it diverging the trapped X-Men's reality 8280. Um, Belasco, like, intended for Ileana to become his bride when she grew old enough, and reshaped, he reshaped part of her soul using his own image, and uh, using it to form a new bloodstone. But Storm and Katz attempt to keep Ileana from him. Uh, as she spent seven years in limbo, two of them as his apprentice. And of course, uh, because uh, this is Marvel in the 80s, uh, during which he came to secretly truly love her. And then he replaced two more bloodstones, one apiece from Ileana and Storm's souls. Then Katz slew her reality is like that. Nightcrawler, and Belasco removed more of Cat's humanity, turning him, turning her into his feral pet. And then Eliana was forced to slay both her and Storm. And then, when Eliana was uh, thirteen, Belasco located another route out of limbo, manipulating Dirk or Dirk, Dirk, to find uh, the surviving original surviving Bloodstone within Mount Flavius's tunnel. But as he did so, Ileana attacked Belasco. She gained the upper hand, but then, like, Belasco reverted back to human form uh, while she became demonic. But then, like, she didn't kill him, even though she really wanted to. So it's just like, I'm not going to kill you. Even though she did that thing where he's on the ground and she's like, you know, she has a like a like a gun to his head. Right. And instead of shooting him in the head, she shoots next to him. You know, that scene that we see all the I get time. It. Yeah. 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 He, she has a rock, but said she smashes the ground next to him. <laughs> like that one episode of Justice League Unlimited. Threatening. Yeah. That's a good episode. It's, it's okay. the one where Superman goes into the future because Toy Man like, makes like a tachyon. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Vandal Savage is in it. Yeah, he's the only yeah. one left on Earth. It's a great episode. It's a great episode, yeah. Oh, man. Now I want to go back and watch it. You should. You should just rewatch all of it. It's so good. Oh, 100%. Um, so Alaska Belasco basically allowed her to turn back to Earth because she didn't kill him when she could have. But she found like only seconds passed since the X-Men uh, for the X-Men since her abduction. Uh, so she went from seven to being 13. So instead of being a little girl, she now is a teenager and she joined the uh, she joined the New Mutants as magic with a K. Oh, um, there we go. Before seemingly reverting to her innocent seven year old form and later dying from the legacy virus. Well, that's a way to skip over a lot of her stuff, but I guess that's not like this is not her uh entry. So right. but uh but yeah, so meanwhile in Pangea, Dehurk gave a bloodstone to Kazar and set into an engagement ring to Shana. When Kazar put it on her finger, it freed Belasco to return to Earth. And he corrupted the soul of Shana's stepdaughter uh, Lila to make his final bloodstone, but Shauna banished him with a spell from his own grimoire. Ooh, burn. Ooh. It's like cutting your arm off with your own sword somehow. <laughs> and then, uh, Layla restrained, retained a bloodstone, leaving Belasco unable to free his masters. And in Belasco's absence, Magic, Sim, and Nastir all ruled Limbo in turn. Uh, so while he was exploring... Sorry, while uh, the FF was 
exploring uh, Subterranea. They stumbled upon through a teleportation portal, bringing them to Dis, and they discovered Velasco. And uh, while fleeing him, they passed through another portal into the land within, and then they met the cat people. But then, like, Velasco pursued them. And, they, and the heroes escaped while Velasco fell for the whole, like, look, a distraction thing. And then they ran away, <laughs> you know. Um, Ooh, something shiny. Yeah, uh, they, sensing, like, a confrontation elsewhere between Doctor Strange and Sumagarath that threatened to collapse the nether realms, Velasco posed as Lucifer and then manipulated the revolutionary cult leader Samuel Smith, a.k.a. the Rev, into harvesting the Venezuelan peanut plant, intending to use its addictive extract to render such much of the Earth sterile. After the vigilante uh, Punisher uh, blew up the uh, blew up Rev and the Pena, Velasco withdrew uh, because he was just tired. He was just tired. Just like I'm tired of this. Why am I still doing this? I can't do it. I'm so tired. Can't do it anymore. All, all the I decided, time. I decided to do this to myself, and I don't want to anymore. Uh, <laughs> so he next amused himself by controlling Witchfire and directing her to attack her Alpha Flight and Beta Flight teammates. And then when Sim expanded the nexus of all realities, so it threatened to engulf Earth, Velasco recruited uh, Cable and uh, Lee Forrester to stop this errant uh, former servant seeking power for himself rather than his masters. Velasco next plotted to conquer the Nagari, Failing to recognize them as his masters, because it turns out the old god that he was uh, worshiping was actually the Nagari. So he was trying to take over his masters, and then he uh, wanted to merge their realm with Earth. So he duped the vampiric mutant Bloodscream into helping him, but Bloodscream then realized that he was uh, being tricked, and then he helped uh, Lee Forrester and the X Men Fort Belasco. Uh, surmising that the barriers that contained his uh, masters were weaker on the earthly side, Velasco reasoned that the power duplicating uh, X-Men and Rogue could break through them if he copied if she copied his master's abilities. So he took over a vampire coven, sending one member, Carla Splevin, that's a name, Splevin, <laughs> uh, on a rampage disguised as Rogue to distract the X-Men while tricking Rogue and absorbing the power of another, uh, Helen Purvis. To make her subservient to him. However, Dracula took umbrage at his <laughs> actions and assisted the X-Men and Excalibur in stopping him. This is like a four-year-old telling a story. And then, <laughs> and then he took over the X-Men, and then Dracula was there, and then a lady named Helen Purvis was there too, and they all were mad. And then <laughs> uh, Belasco didn't like the way his... And then he got sad and went to sleep. So... He he then stumbled his way into ruling uh, Limbo again. Dracula's just in there. See the thing. The thing that I love about Marvel is that there's like maybe like a twenty percent chance that there's a storyline where and then Dracula was here. (laughs) (laughs) There's a twenty percent chance of that happening with almost every character in the Marvel universe, and I love it. Hey, where's my money, Dracula? You're stupid. (laughs) Give me my money. Uh, So then he he stumbled his way into ruling Limbo again. And he captured the uh, uh, mage Magarly Sarzos, attested an Excalibur foe uh, by pitting him against alternate version of themselves, and then later Nightmare. 
uh, unaware that Magali swapped bodies with her daughter, uh, Jermaine or Amanda Shefton, Nightcrawler's girlfriend, also stepsister. <laughs> I don't want, I don't like Amanda Shefton. What she is ca- she used okay. She used magic to trick Nightcrawler into being her boyfriend, and she was raised alongside him. Incredible! Like a, he calls he calls her mom mom. No, oh, no. <laughs> You don't do that. No, I don't call my mother. I don't care if one mom. of you blew the other one's a white. Well, technically a gyp. Wow, I almost said Watch it. Watch wow. it. I'm going to cancel myself. Oh, a Romani person. Canceled. <laughs> a Romani person. I don't I care if like what the Romani canceled. person was a blue person. But like, I don't care. You're but, like, witnessing a cancellation in real time. It's incest. It's incest. I don't care. Also, oh, don't man, gaslight your stepbrother. Don't gaslight your like not not stepbrother, adopted brother. Don't gaslight he- your adopted brother into dating you. Just don't. I'm what looking you at do- you what? specifically, Perry. Wait, I don't have a step- <laughs> I don't have an adopted brother or a stepbrother. <laughs> uh, but okay. my dad was my dad was adopted. Fun fact. Uh, well, you don't know. Maybe you do have a, a, a stepbrother. I could, I, hey, look, I could have uh, half siblings all over the United States and not even know. I could have yeah. half siblings in Morocco where our our uh, lineage is the most strongly associated with. So, well, speaking of Morocco, Belasco um, prompted <laughs> uh, <laughs> Nightcrawler uh, about Magali's uh, act- uh, captivity, but then Nightcrawler and Amanda invaded limbo to free her but then like the switch was revealed and then the captive was free and then Velasco was like seemingly banished and then Amanda took over a limbo claiming the deceased uh Ileana's mantle magic she was a second magic um uh stop it you're never gonna you're never gonna make it happen girl you're never gonna make it happen you're calling me girl now <laughs> no I'm talking to Hunty. no I'm talking to Amanda oh sorry She's never gonna make it happen. As never magic. gonna make it. Never gonna make it. Uh, shortly after, gonna make it. Acknowledging the, uh, Noble Kale as the new Hell Lord, Velasco then struck a new deal with the Nagarli to use the X Men souls to reform the Bloodstones. But then uh, his missing right arm was actually replaced with a Nagar a Nagali one. But then the new magic and the Rutai Mage Pilgrim with two M's. Pilgrim with two M's. The best way to spell Pilgrim. Uh, helped the X Men frustrate his new plan. Recently, Ileana was resurrected and Earth's rea- uh, when Earth's reality was uh, altered. And Belasco was just like, my girl. But then, after reality righted itself, he could not lo- locate her. But he didn't want to lose her again. So he recreated her mind and body as Dark Child, but couldn't restore her soul. So then he abducted the latest Xavier Institute's children in limbo, believing that they could tell him where the true Liana was but then he was defeated with dark child's aid and his throne was then claimed by dark child yeah uh okay note belasco is native to earth 616 belasco limbo is not the same as limbo world uh ruled by mortis the word limbo is re- frequently used to describe interdimensional voids and belasco's is a pocket dimension seemingly part of larger next reality with a tenuous connection to true limbo Given to Limbo unusual nature, it's unclear whether the first group of X-Men he kidnapped were from a different reality 
or rather he kidnapped Earth 616 X-Men only to have them appear in Limbo twice or more times. If the latter, if the latter, then either the first Ileana to escape caused her timeline to diverge from six, Earth 616, or she was Ileana who physically replaced the new mutant's magic when she was seemingly rejected when she seemingly rejected her demon side. <sighs> Give me some statties. He's six four, weighs two fifty. Uh, I think two sixty with another arm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, black black eyes. Suck, and black, suck on, uh, on there, Velasco. <laughs> How dare you cut your own arm off with uh, your own you sword idiot. somehow? You dingus. Absolute, yeah, he's a sorcerer. Absolute moron. He's a sorcerer. He can do whatever he wants. Well, yeah. And they get beaten by whatever means he wants. Okay, that's it. Cool. Uh, uh let's do trivia. Trivia, uh, me. trivia, me. Nope, frog one. Hey, did you, did you remember anything I just told you about? Um, when did he realize he loved uh, Ileana and always wanted her to be by his side? What age? What really young age did he decide this? Oh, uh, when she was seven. Oh, you got it. Cool. Yay. Because it doesn't feel like a follow. <laughs> no, no, he said like he decided at seven he was going to make her into his bride when she was yeah, old exactly. enough. Yeah. Which and is just she- like gross. Although he's also from like the literally the the 1200s yeah i mean they were dating toddlers back then well uh fun, fun fact uh before the 1920s uh like the age of consent in most uh in most uh countries was 10 years old mm-hmm. yeah so uh this is we didn't care about kids gross. people didn't care about kids until recently yeah that's a what is that a Patton oswalt bit or john mulaney i can't remember uh no no i think it's just a fact of uh Somebody, just a fact. Some, some stand-up had a had that as a bit in one of their specials. They and I probably did. I don't. I don't. I don't. Uh, I haven't really done. I think it was. I think it was John Mulaney. I think it was his first stand-up special. Uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know. Cool. Anyway. Uh, I don't feel like doing the thing. Well, if you want to follow the show, you can do it at Alphabet Flight. You can check it out on the uh, Alphabet Flight. Facebook group as well. If you want to follow me personally, it's at P Ritter 1792 or at my bourbon pod. If you want to go listen to the bourbon podcast version of this show, uh, art doesn't really drink or I would have them on. And that's kind of how I mean, that I could drink once. I just can't take my pills <laughs> that day. That's fair. Well, we'll, we'll <laughs> plan on, we'll plan on doing that sometime in the near future. I uh, go support the show on Patreon as well. Uh, at go, Alphabet Flight on Twitter. I'm oh, sorry. At Alphabet. Sorry. Patreon.com slash Alphabet Flight. There we go. <laughs> uh, th- questions or comments? I don't know. Yeah, you can send them to me and I'll, I'll forward them on to art. This is my bourbon shop at gmail.com uh, or just at me on social media. Uh, and I think that about does it for this week. Yep. Or today. I forget how often this podcast this comes out. <laughs> this week. We've, what are we down? Are we down to once a week now? No. No. Two. Okay. We only recorded one episode last week. I remember the days when it was three a week. Yeah, the the <laughs> entries got longer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we all aged about 20 years during 2020. Yeah. So. Okay, well. well I've uh, been Perry. Yeah, I, I will somehow continue to be art uh, against Yay. my will. Okay, bye. Bye.